thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 86. Was it the proud full sail of his great verse, bound for the prize of all too precious you, that did my ripe thoughts in my brain in hearse, making their tomb the womb wherein they grow? Was it his spirit, by spirits taught to write above a mortal pitch that struck me dead? No, neither he nor his composers by night giving him aid my verse astonished. He, nor that affable familiar ghost which nightly gulls him with intelligence, as victors of my silence cannot boast. I was not sick of any fear from thence. But when your countenance filled up his line, then lacked I matter that enfeebled mind. That was Sonnet 86 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. Very much, obviously, a rival poet sonnet. Um, You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets, a wonderful podcast, which has me, Mark Chatterley, and I am joined by a very happy today... Yeah, Terry Healers. There we go. You are very happy. Yeah, it's it's, it's just... I don't even. I was going to say it's sunny, but it is really not sunny. <laughs> See, but this is this is my worry. I worry that people listening to all these sonnets will get the opinion that you're you're quite a cynical, grumpy person, and that's not true. Yeah, I am most days. <laughs> you're meant to deny it. You're meant to make yourself sound good. No, no, I am good. I'm very good at being cynical. Okay, that's true. But he's, he's almost the best. Um, sonnet eighty six. What did you think of sonnet eighty six? Well, apparently, it is the last of the. Um... The sonnets that do talk to uh, the, the rival poet. Oh no! So yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can be all sad now because the rival poet will be gone. Well, but there's like um, we'll we'll see in the next episode. But the uh, the next one just kind of starts with farewell, which just kind of gives it the ultimate end. But um, so did did yeah, Shakespeare this, this sort him one. out then? He went round this rival poet's house and went, look, it, it, it's... fair youth is mine. Back off. I just maybe you just got over it, or, or the rival poet stopped and just went. It's not worth it. I I, I can't be bothered to just constantly argue with Bill. Uh, yeah, I, it does. It, Bill has come across as the kind of person you know. He'd walk into the local pub and go, "Where is he? He's been at it again." <sighs> it's not right. Just just sounding a lot posher than that. Yeah, well, well, probably. Everyone sounded posh back then. Well, they didn't. They sounded kind of West Country-ish. If you ever listen to someone who studied linguistics and they do sort of a Shakespearean accent it's very West Country which is, is quite interesting I can't do a West Country accent so I'm not even going to I, attempt I, it now I, I, no I, I am really really bad with English accents <laughs> they're all stupid except for mine which is the best that's that's how you recognise it I, I, I couldn't place your accent it's it, it, Oxfordshire-ish it's that kind of half-hearted attempt at received pronunciation. <laughs> Are we going to go, yes, we will do some of it, but no, we won't mention INGs and, and <laughs> Fs and THs, they're practically the same. So we're just, yeah, it's just half-hearted. But yeah, I mean, this this well, sonnet is very much kind of... It, it, it's it's Shakespeare having a go at the uh, the rival poet, it seems. I mean, there are just subtle digs all the way through, which I quite liked, which... um. Oh, where where was that one? Uh, No, neither he nor his composers by night giving him aid, my verse astonished. So the idea that this other 
poet isn't doing the poetry himself. He's got a gaggle of, of advisors who's helping him write this poetry. I quite liked. Does yours actually say composers? Because uh, compares. Compares. Oh, compares. Oh, nah, have I misread this? I might have misread this. I'm very ill at the moment and my eyes don't work so well. No, that's fine. I was just wondering whether you were... Compares. There's a different version. Compares. It's not compares, though. It's compares. Compares. Which, let's... If we do a quick search, it must mean... I, I, I'm hoping that my brain has just, you know... It's, it's an old word meaning a companion of equal standing. So I was kind of right. I just used the wrong, the wrong thing. Yeah, it's people Compare. helping him write, essentially. Yeah. So, the, so the rival poet's been getting help, which is is in a battle of the poets, not fair. Battle of the poets being a very posh version of battle of the bands, obviously. No, oh, it's composed by night. That almost sounds spooky. They always come out, or well, they only come out at night. Well, the, the night, I mean, I, in my head anyway, that's when poetry's written, at night, when it's still around. I don't, I don't visualise much poetry being written during the day. Because you're doing other things in the day. You don't have time to sit and write poetry during the day, unless oh, you're a student. I've written up poems in the day. Well, you're obviously, you don't have a proper job. Sit around, scrounging all day, begging on the streets. That, that is me. Just, just busking my way through life with with a guitar I don't have and a singing voice I can't get and a, and a scraggly dog that you don't own. <laughs> yeah, always have scraggly dogs when you're begging on the street. It's, it's a rule. Um, but there's a, there's quite a nice. I quite like this sonnet. I like the the way it goes. Um, we've got the reference again to uh, sailing, uh, which we had before with the rival poet. Um, but was it was it the proudful sale of his great verse bound for the prize of an all too precious you that did my ripe thoughts in my brain in hearse making their tomb a womb wherein they grow? It's just lovely. I mean that that's poetry at its best. Surely it just it flows and it sounds lovely and it, it, all the different imagery of tombs and wombs and brains and sea and land and prize and it's just so much packed into four lines. It, it's absolutely wonderful. I do like the line, um, making their tomb the womb wherein they grew. It, it just... I don't know. There's some, it, I guess it's the sounds, mainly. Yes. Yes, it is, it is very... Uh, oh, it's, kind of, it's got that flow to it. There's lots of... And, and, and there's a, kind of a run in these, these next couple of sonnets we're going to come up to. There's a run of, of, of definite... Um, Rhythm and rhyme. The Shakespeare seems to have got into a groove with rhythm and rhyme when he was on this little streak of sonnets. It seems. Um, so it seems that that, that Shakespeare's kind of at the same time uh, is kind of saying this this other poet isn't doing the fair youth any justice, uh, and he's he's back because we we had the feeling that Shakespeare had had kind of given up almost a couple of sonnets ago. But now he's back. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just go on. Sorry. I'm, no, I'm just. I was looking at it, just just quickly reading the whole thing again. It just it's something spooky is going on though. It seems because he keeps mentioning the ghost. Yeah, like that affable, familiar ghost which nightly guards him with intelligence, and then he has the spirits taught him to write. Above a mortal pitch. It, it... 
So he is saying, I mean, above a mortal pitch, the spirit's taught to write above a mortal pitch. A mortal pitch would be sort of the level that humans can attain, surely. So in in some way, he is complimenting the rival poet, saying he does have talent. But is suggesting that talent is has been given to him by spirits, maybe? Yeah, something supernatural going on. Spirits taught to write above a mortal pitch. No. She's just kind of saying that... You are good at writing, and 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 you're you're possibly better than than most, but but you didn't achieve that out of your own doing. It's come from you. You you had some help. supernatural help or, 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 or <laughs> some muse or whatever he um. Yeah. The, or I mean I don't know whether it is it that or is it is it Shakespeare trying to be poetic when referring to this other guy's muse because I mean Shakespeare talks about his muse quite a lot so is it Shakespeare's derogatory way because I mean Shakespeare's I think been on the record in these sonnets as saying that the fair youth is his muse is that is the tenth muse rather than the nine traditional ones so is 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 it sort of Shakespeare's way of saying you you just use the traditional muses. You are writing about the fair youth, but you you don't understand that the fair youth himself should inspire. You don't need inspiration to come from another source. Yeah, that sounded quite intelligent. I, yeah. I'm quite proud of myself for that. Well done. <laughs> Double thumbs up from Tierra. Pat, pat yourself on the back. I will do. I will do. I've got my scratching my scratching hand. Oh. He actually does. <laughs> yeah, I got a scratching hand. Well, I, my 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 illness makes me itch a lot, so I've got a scratching hand, so I can scratch my back. That's amazing. See, I, I, it's amazing. Tierra's going to come to my house for the first time in a couple of weeks. Uh, probably about the time where this one comes out, and and he's going to see all my amazing cool stuff. So, like so that that is almost scary. There's nothing. There's nothing that scary in my house. Well, we've got we got a kinky vicar, but other than that, that's fine. You have a kinky vicar. Someone I went to an event once, and one of the things you could win in a, in, in a raffle was a kinky vicar. It's essentially a Kendall dressed up as a vicar, but with corsets and high heels on as well at the same time. It's very cool. Wow. We 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 have to. You'll have to take some photos of the kinky vicar while you're down. <laughs> I, I I shall do. Excellent. Um, uh, Sonnet 86, that's got nothing to do with Sonnet 86. No. Kinky no. Vickers, though, it's always worth bringing into a conversation. <laughs> no, there are bad jokes in my head. Must not say those bad jokes. Um, so, yes. Yeah. We'll need an explicit tag. We, we always have an explicit tag, I think. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this sonnet is, is, is... I don't know, it doesn't have a huge amount of depth to it. It's a very nice sonnet. And... and it's pretty much kind of Shakespeare having both a dig at the rival poet, but also being, I think, kind of admitting that there is some skill there as well. Yeah, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. Just, yeah. just They're f- you're really good at, at writing stuff that goes to whisper into your ears. Yeah, it, yeah, it, they're frenemies. Yeah, Bill Shakespeare yeah. and the rival poet are frenemies. Isn't there a special name for a? A compliment that's also uh, that's also bad. I I can't remember. The, there's a special name for it. I'm sure. I I don't. I can Google. It's like like you can you can you can most instead of which is is bone is moaning about something but boasting at the same time. So uh, a most would be, 
Oh, my life's so hard. I have to get up so early tomorrow morning to go on holiday to America. And that's a most. Yeah. And I think there's another word that's similar for a a compliment that is is derogatory as well. But I I can't remember it. I don't... No. You won't find it by Googling. Google, Google, I I decided last night while trying to Google for something is, is useless now. There's too much on the internet. And it can't find anything. Especially if uh, you, one of your keywords happens to be a keyword in a conspiracy theory. All you get then is, is just junk. I was trying to find something about a short story based on the moon. Um, and I was kind of trying to remember who wrote it and what it was called. But you can't Google for anything to do with moon. Because you just get 82 pages of, Did we really land on the moon? Yes. The answer yes. is yes. Yes, we did. Shut up. <laughs> but that's all you get from Google once that you type in moon. So it, it, Google is useless. Bad Google. Um, mm, Asteism. Apparently, that's what Wikipedia says. Okay. A backhanded compliment also as a left-handed compliment or an asteism. Okay, excellent. It's a, it's a good word, not one I knew. And do, 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 do you have any more thoughts about this poem or this sonnet? I, I, it's it's not a very complicated sonnet. It, I mean, it flows very nicely. For once, we actually have a sonnet that you can just read out loud, and it sounds like he didn't try and force the lines. Yeah, to rhyme. It it just it it sounds it reads effortlessly. I guess it just sounds yeah. like it should be. The words should be in that order, which is quite nice. Which is, I suppose, and that's why poets like Blake. Um, when you look at Blake's work, it's very almost nursery rhymish. The way that it, it it's it's rhythm and the rhyming structure at the end makes it sound very nursery rhymish. But when you ever try to write a poem like that yourself, the key when you're doing a rhyming poem is to make it sound effortless, effortless, less, effortless, effortless. There we go, effortless, effortless. Yeah. <clears throat> because when you make a rhyming poem. The rhymes can sound so incredibly forced. And the wonderful thing about Blake, and, and Chaucer as well was very good at this, was just making the poem just sound natural. Like those rhyme, the rhymes had to be there because there was no other word that would go there. But every single rhyme just fits perfectly. And, and that's why they're good poets. And whenever I've tried to rhyme in poem, why well, I'm not a good poet, because every rhyme I put in, it's me forcing a word to go where it should is because it needs to rhyme yeah but but then that's even poets that don't rhyme there's it it has to get to the point where every word that's in there is exactly at the spot where, where it has to be yeah that's the hard bit like writing a poem you can write down 10 lines and just go it's it's a poem that 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 is the tricky bit making that every word needs to be in exactly the spot that it, it has to be for the people to just go, yeah, that you you could not have written that any other way, kind of thing. Yes. Uh, have you seen um, on Twitter? This is going slightly off track topic now. There's something called Google Poems. Um, oh, um, yeah, where people um, type in a search term and then they take a screenshot with um, the different suggestions that Google gives them. Yeah, and, and it comes up really. Some of them are incredibly. <clears throat> Let me. I'm just trying to hunt down their Twitter profile because um, it would be good to share a few of them. Uh, is this it? Googlepoetics.com? Yes. So, um, 
was a good one. I so so you start typing so that it, someone has started typing help I think and then with a T I think like too much or something and it, the first four lines that are suggested by Google are help I think too much help I think there's someone in my house help I think this chair is Spanish help I think Taylor Luther likes me and and that one's a bit bizarre the next one down is I lied with a kiss I lied when I said I loved you I lied what I do I do I lied when I was drunk. And some of them are just absolutely amazing and incredibly poetic. Uh, and some of them are a bit weird. Um, so a weird one. Why do I eat so much? Why did I eat that? Why did I eat this? Why did I eat my father? <laughs> Which is just awesome. But uh, definitely worth following them. Googlepoetics.com. Uh, and they're wonderful. And every now and then you just hit one where everything just sounds right. And it could be a proper poem in itself. And it's just lovely. There are actually quite a few good ones in this. Yeah. I, read one out. You can read one out and then you can read Sonnet. I know. I just, just, just the, why does he stare at me? I quite like that one. I, I've closed down the page. Why, why does he stare at me? Why does he still text me? Why does he still want to be friends? Why does he send mixed signals? Yeah. I, I, it's, oh, it's lovely. It's just, for some, very simple, but yeah. And for something that's just come up, just been generated essentially by a computer, without any desire to generate a poem it's not an attempt to create a poem it's just a, a series of words that happen to come in that order um yeah it's lovely and i'm all out of bubblegum and i'm a mormon <laughs> and i'm about to break and i'm addicted to champagne and i'm all alone and the fire grows <laughs> Is that a line from a song? And I'm all alone in the fire crows because that that is a very strange suggestion. I don't know. I'm all alone in the fire. I'm going to Google that just just to. There's one here. Um, I, I want to draw a cat for you. I want to die. Really. I want to dance with somebody. I want to dance the night away. It's just lovely. And that was I want to, and then the letter D was the the hmm. prefix for that one. We just, mm-hmm. so we just is the entry phase, and it's, we just touched awkwardly. We just don't know. We just want it to stop. We just made it. Oh, oh they're lovely. They're really, really good. And and they come up on my Twitter feed, and, and I love them. Every time they come up, I really, really love them. <coughs> Would you like to read Sonnet 86? We, 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 we should go back to Shakespeare. We should. Yeah, that, that was, it was a poetic detour. It was. That, that totally counts. It's perfectly fine. Oh dear, I'm going to screw this up now after saying that it flows very nicely. Yeah, you did kind of shoot yourself in the foot there. Uh, Sonnet 86. Was it the proud full sail of his great verse, bound for the price of all too precious you, that it's my ripe thoughts in my brain in hearse, making their tomb the womb wherein they grew? Was it his spirit, by spirits taught to write above a mortal pitch that struck me dead? No, neither he nor his compeers by night, giving him aid to my verse astonished. He, nor that affable familiar ghost, which nightly gulls him with intelligence, as victors of my silence cannot boast, I was not sick of any fear from thence. But when your countenance filled up his line, then lacked I matter, that enfeebled mine. Very good! Sonnet 86 of Shakespeare's sonnets. Um, you've been listening to, to this. It's a podcast about Shakespeare uh, or his sonnets. And I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter um, at in ear ent. 
And I've been Terry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. Uh, and we are flatterable. If you go to the website, there's a flatter button. You can do that, or you can flatter tweets, or you can do whatever you like. And if you don't know what flatter is, you should do a Google search and find out because it's awesome. And we shall see you next time for Site 87. Blimey. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.